Thank you for choosing to listen to the Monkey Tail Podcast, a bi-weekly show about video games, geek life, and the internet. I am your host, Bruno Pinto, and I'm joined as ever by my friends slash co-hosts, our very own Platinum Destroyer, Maris Dunkley. Hello there. And uh, El Capitan, Ben Jenkins. Good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm all right. You feeling a bit better now? I am feeling a little bit better, yes. Oh, that's good, that's good. You were uh, a bit uh, a bit uh, out of sorts on the last podcast. Yes, if I, I must uh, apologise. I if, if you've managed to listen this far and not delete the last one, uh, then uh, this one will be a lot better. Uh, so apologies for last, last <laughs> the last episode. That's very good. Nice to have you here, looking a bit better, Ben. We'll start, as always, with a question, and this one was brought to us by Azif Ali on our Facebook community group. Uh, thanks, Azif, for the question. His question is... Which game needs, he put needs in capitals, which game needs a sequel in 2017? Where were you as if when we first started the first podcast of the year? That's the question for the first podcast of the year, but we'll, we'll do it halfway through the year. So um, what game, and I'll, I'll slightly change it, for, for, for what game needs to come out in the, last 12, in the next 12 months? So, you know, 17 slash, uh, you know, uh, 2018. Uh, Marius? Sonic the Hedgehog. It's already coming out. Yeah, and it needs to. Oh, come on. That's not, uh, that's not uh, the, what the question is about. No, the question is, what game needs a sequel in 2017? Sonic the Hedgehog needs a proper fucking 2D sequel. That, that's already happening? Yes. I don't think that's what Azif was asking when he asked the question. That's how I've interpreted the question. Okay, well, that's that's that's, a, that's a, a shitty answer. That's fine. Um, well, you're getting it already, so well done. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, Ben. What what game needs a sequel? And before you answer, a game that's not been announced yet, please. Yes. Uh, well, as far as I'm aware, Rogue Legacy needs a sequel and has not been announced. Uh, I think that would be uh, that would be a very very good game, uh, which would be very hard to beat because uh, the first one was so good. But, uh, Rogue Legacy Two would be. Uh, yeah, it would be fantastic. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a, I love the, the 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 first Rogue Legacy. It, uh, it's it's a great game, and it actually holds a special place for me because uh, it, it helped me get through some stuff. Uh, because it was such a mechanical game, so funny. You know, it made me laugh when I when I didn't want to laugh, uh, and made me love games when I couldn't uh, care about games at the time. So uh, it's a, it's a great game that holds a lot for me. And I'm sorry to say this, but they they working on a different game, so I think that, unfortunately the ship has sailed. But I'm with you. Uh, that game definitely needs a sequel. It definitely needs one. Um, for me, um, a game that needs a sequel is Beyond Good and Evil, uh, and I would love for that to to, to happen in the next twelve months. Uh, obviously, it's been rumored that uh, the. Uh, I mean, in fact, they were working on it. There was actually um, uh, some CG, uh, you know, tech demo, if you like, of what the game was going to look like. Um, you never know. I mean, with Shamno coming out, with the Last Garden coming out, this could still come out, and uh, I think it. Well, it yes, is too. they have announced they're making it, and it's a thing. Have they? Yeah. Well, unlike you, at least I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that, uh, for me, is um, a game that needs a sequel. Okay, so thanks, Azif, for your question. So if you want your question to be featured in the, in the future podcast, you can um, ask, uh, well, give us your suggestion on our Monkey Tail c- community page or indeed uh, by um, uh, leaving a comment uh, on, on Twitter or on Facebook, or you can even send us a, a, an email at podcast at monkeytail.co.uk with your suggestions and um, just put the title of uh, the email um, 
opening question suggestion and uh, we'll be able to see it we will want to our uh, next segment which is that looks interesting and this is the the part of the show where um, we talk about something that uh, we read in the news or saw in the internet or uh, even dreamt about it and uh, we thought oh that looks interesting and obviously it tends to be something video game related so uh, what looked interesting for you uh, over the last couple of weeks uh, Ben? Well the uh, the headline was a bit clickbaity uh, analysts predict uh, a PS5 uh, in 2018 uh, which I think would be um, I, I don't think it's needed to be honest I think if if it was true and uh, Sony decided that uh, they needed another console uh, in the next twelve months, uh, I think. Uh, I'll uh, I'll counter I'll give you give you a counterpoint then. How much do you think your phone costs? Well, Just I roughly. Know, I know Just how roughly. much my phone costs. Roughly three hundred quid, five hundred quid, six hundred and fifty. Six hundred fifty quid. How often do you swap your phone? Every three four years okay fine so what if sony or microsoft came up with a plan where the console is you know five six hundred quid quite an expensive thing but um there's there's a bit of a contract you can have and you can maybe swap your console every two years with with something which is slightly slightly faster slightly better this is what they're trying to do i think that they they, they potentially and this is what analysts are predicting they, they want to get into that uh, mobile phone tablet kind of level where it is an expensive piece of kit but you, you and you but you do you do get to replace it every Every yeah, but I don't think there's enough justification of leaps forward in technology uh, to justify a console all the time. Well, when there was the last PlayStation, I mean, forget about the Pro, there was a, the, the PlayStation came out, what, four years ago? Uh, PS4, yes, 2015. Yeah. So if there's a new one coming out in 2018, that means six years after it came out, that's not yeah, crazy. There's, there's still plenty of games that I haven't played, will play, will get to play, and... I think there there there's still enough power in the, in the in the four and the pro yeah. to squeeze out for another couple of years of interesting stuff. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I I think it I think it's too soon for for a new one. I I think um historically some of the greatest games that have ever been released have been in the final dying years of a console because developers have fully understand the system architecture and are able to squeeze the um the most out of them in the most efficient way um so i think if you just move on to the next biggest best too soon then you potentially miss out on some excellent content that you otherwise won't get for sure. I, I, I take both of your points obviously on board but you know if you look at the PC master race in terms of uh, the, you know updating a PC every every year or every two years uh, PC games certainly some of the PC games still are the best thing out there in terms mm. of technology and, and advancement but but some of the some of the greatest sort of creative works come when people have restraints and constrictions on them and if you're constantly reducing those restraints it, it doesn't allow for that sort of thing to mm. occur okay well that's great uh we'll, we'll see what happens but uh I, by the way i personally don't want a new playstation uh, next year i'm just i was playing uh, i think what it's called the devil's advocate advocate mm, yeah. i was just or uh, an oblo. i was being an oblo <laughs> yes uh maris you want to talk about night trap on playstation 4 and xbox <laughs> yeah the the it's 25th anniversary of night trap so those people who aren't aware of Night Trap. Yeah, what's Night Trap? <laughs> it was a mega CD game, um, like an interactive movie game, 
Um, it was fucking terrible. <laughs> See, in my head, I, was, I, I thought it was a Saturn game for some reason, but it wasn't. No, no it, it was it was Mega CD. Um, it was like it it was jumped upon for like there was a lot of controversy around it for no good apparent reason. It was essentially the I don't think I even even played it. I think I, I might have played a demo or something. I don't know. Um, the plot was there was like it was um, girls in a house at a sleepover or something and there were people like burglars or whatever breaking in and some American politician or something like jumped on it and said how um, gratuitous it was. It wasn't. It was just shit. Uh, (laughs) And I just thought it was funny that uh, they're releasing or someone is, is releasing a a boxed version of that on PS4. I think that if they release any Mega CD game, it should be the Kojima game. What's it called? The Snatcher? Strayer? Snatcher. Snatcher. That'd be good to have, wouldn't it? It's the the one which is loosely based on uh, Blade Runner. I don't know. I've never played it. So. No, yeah. Neither. I have it on my Pi. Right, okay. Uh, mine is the announcement. Uh, shock. Shock announcement that uh, COD has gone back to... Well, the next COD will be going back to World War Two. Now I'm 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 happy with this. I'm really happy with this because I happen to think that uh, Call of Duty actually does have some good um, campaigns, and uh, uh, I'm, I always love those Medal of Honor games. And indeed, obviously, when Call of Duty was set in World War II, I, I, I like games like that with the old uh, weapons and uh, and uh, the trenches and everything. And uh, I'm happy to this. A lot of people are saying, "Oh, you're doing they're doing it because they're copying, you know, uh, Battlefield going to." No. This is a three-year cycle. This was decided <laughs> five years ago, probably. Probably uh, what w- what they were doing. But I'm happy. I'm for one happy to lose the jump sh- uh, jump suits and the double jump and the wall More running. running. F- more for uh, we shall fight them on the trenches. Uh, we shall fight them on the beach, kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I don't, don't know if I'm ready for another Normandy scene. Uh, but if it's done nice with lo- new graphics and lots of NPCs running around and lots of things to shoot at, I'm, I'm I for one, I'm, I'm game for this and uh, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with that. Yeah, I think the last time I played a shooter was Call of Duty Two, World mm-hmm. War Two, because it was it was good. Um, yeah, World of War, I think it was called, wasn't it? World of War, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Um, but no, wall running and the the, the interesting question is what they're going to call it because there was a call the World War. Two, I think it was called. The second one was called Call of Duty World War. World of War. No, no, there was, there was no, there was another one. The first, ah. the first, I think the first one it was called Call of Duty World War. So I want to see what they're going to call this one. Uh, but they can call it whatever they want. You know, like we've seen with naming conventions, people can just call things, go back to the name. Don't see, be. Su- I think it's just called Call of Duty World War Two. Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Don't be surprised if the next Xbox is just called Xbox, for instance. The naming conventions are all over the place. You know, so. Um, um, don't know what's going to be called. I'm interested to see if it's going to be called World, Call of Duty World of War Two Two. <laughs> <laughs> Doubt it, but it could be. It makes sense. I mean, with uh, Battlefield Two coming out as well, that was already Battlefield Two. I don't know if you know. You probably yeah, yeah, I played Battlefield Two, the the original one. By the way, that look that was that could have been another story of the month. How good does Battlefield look? Eh? Have you guys seen the trailer for the for the new game Battlefield Two? No. 
Yes. Anyway, I'll, 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 yeah, you should, you should guys, you guys should have, should have a look uh, at that. It's, uh, it looks, uh, it looks great. Do you mean Battlefront? That's what I meant. What did mm. I say? Oh, yeah. In that case, yes, yeah. I have seen Battlefront too. Sorry, I, I apologize. I uh, was doing this thing called that's the Star Wars shooty one. Yeah, not the um, World War shooty that, one. Sorry, that's what I meant. And um, I was reading, reading the next segment while trying to talk. Not something I can do very well. <laughs> but um, no, Battlefront two looks pretty good, doesn't it? And. Um, Story mode on it as well, so uh, I'm uh, I'm all down for a, a, a Star Wars, sto- uh, you know, uh, campaign. Uh, yes, and this definitely. one spawns like 30 years and everything. Just looks looks this and looks gorgeous. So I'm I'm looking forward to to playing that. Uh, but we'll move on to uh, our the games we can actually play at the moment. So uh, we'll move on to our playlist and uh, the games we've been playing the past um, you know couple of weeks. Uh, and we'll start with uh, we'll start with the Lumo. Both of you have been playing Lumo. What is Lumo? It's a puzzle game, an isometric um, room-based puzzle game where you have to basically go from one side of the room to the other over blocks or little jumps. So it's a puzzle. It, it, it's, yeah, it's a puzzle puzzle game. Um, the puzzles are relatively straightforward. It will be uh, things like a, a, you jump on a box. Um, and that box then respawns when you jump on that box again. It's very difficult to explain, but no, I get it. It's yeah. So you, you would need to pick up the box to then jump up a platform uh, and then jump again, and the box spawns underneath you to get up to a higher platform. Speaking of games where you can jump, make a platform and jump on it as you platforming. That's the game that Marius loves and it's not out yet. That he played on EGX up a couple of years. Legion. Yeah. That was <laughs> <laughs> I so want that game. I know, yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry to But it's always good to interrupt with such a good game, right? Well, Marius reminisces about uh, his, uh, the time he played the Octohedron. Um Okay, so you. That, so yeah, Lumo. It's uh, it's an isometric puzzler. That uh, yeah, it's very simple puzzle elements to it. You're a little wizard, uh, a little mage-looking dude, uh, walking through. Are you a wizard or a mage? So you, you, you're getting me confused now. Got Matt Maris, <laughs> help me out here. You, you've played it. I know you're going to ask well. what is the difference. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I did play it as well. Um, the so it it was one of the completely free PS Plus games, um, and I'd never heard of it before. I saw the 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 sort of um, the picture as as it downloaded. I just automatically download anything that's on PS Plus, so that, is it, that it's is always it available. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, how how big is your hard drive? You must have to delete all of stuff. Or, or do you mean uh, you always you, purchase you can, it? You, yeah, like you add can add it to your library. library ah, you yeah, see, the way like, I do it, because they do it in such a way that it's laborious. You have to go and download everything. I go on the app, and I just put everything on the shopping basket and buy it. That's the easiest way to do it, fastest. You know, That's how I do it myself. Quick okay. tip there for uh, your uh, for if you want those free games on your paid subscription. <laughs> I, I I know we say it before, but calling it a free game when you actually pay for it is such a stupid thing. No, you're, you're paying for the online capabilities. No, you're paying for you the get service. Free games. Stop being silly. You're paying for the and service. Stop caring about it, Bruno. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I saw it and thought, I don't know. I don't know about this. And then, so I thought oh, I'll watch the, the the video on the store just to the, the trailer to see what it is. I was like, "Oh, this is essentially a Spectrum game." I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's very much like Night Law for those um, old enough to know what that is. Um, 
it was made by Ultimate Play the Game, who were massive in the Spectrum area, did some of the absolute classic games, and they are rare, basically. They changed their name to Rare. Um, it was their sort of original um, company name was Ultimate Play the Game, and Night Law was one of the, the, the classic ones there. And, and this is, it is just like Night Law, basically. Um, like you say, isometric, one room at a time, have to make your way through it. Um, and so, yeah, I liked it because of that sort of nostalgia factor for me. Um, I played a good few hours of it. Um, I did bounce off it in the end because of that isometric view and some of the platforming stuff the you have some camera control but like it's It's so limited it it doesn't add any benefit at no point in moving the camera the small amount that you're able to actually make things any better um so there were lots of missed jumps and and things like that and just couldn't see things um properly so that that did make me sort of bounce off it a bit but the i i did thoroughly enjoy the the time that i spent with it until that point um great um trophies as well the names for the trophies are are good lots Mm. again lots of nostalgia like the 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 platinum uh trophy itself is called ultimate play the game as a as a homage to that there's lots of other things there's um uh one called um, Will You Start the Fans Please as a, yeah. a, a classic Crystal Maze reference. There's references to some old sort of late 80s, early 90s rave tunes in there. It's, um, yeah, it, I, I, I quite like it. It's good. Oh, okay. That sounds, not it, for it, me, it sounds like it. No, probably not. And and like I say, I, I, I did stop playing it in the end. I, I, I didn't finish it. Um, but I think if I'd played it all in one go, I think it's fairly short. I think it only takes about four hours. So if I played it all in one day when I was sort of in the mode, then I think I might have got through it. But I came back to it at a later date and it, it just didn't click for me on that second visit. No, but I agree. Same, same it, it was good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the bit that I did play. Oh, and it's, uh, you know, if you have PlayStation, um, uh, is it this month or the last month? Uh, uh, it was last month, maybe okay. even the month before. Yeah. So you might, you might have missed it if yeah, you haven't downloaded, but um, ah, I'm, sorry, I'm sure it's not that expensive. Uh, so have a look on, on um, PlayStation Store and look for it. Obviously, links to all of these games will be available on our show notes. And the show notes for this uh, podcast are on www.monkeytail.com dot uk forward slash 65 or indeed if you have a podcast app uh, uh, you look at the show notes more than likely they'll be there as well the links uh, you just press on the name of the game and it takes you there so if you forgot oh what game were they talking about what was it called again look on the show notes more than likely they'll be there they will actually be there some podcast some podcast apps don't put links they just they just uh, literally they just put oh, whatever right, you wrote uh, certainly on, if you go to the, uh, the website i just gave you which is our own website you, the, the links will be there any good uh, podcast app will, will have links but if you if you have if your podcast app doesn't got links you haven't got a very good podcast app that's all i can tell you and there's <laughs> also free options out there of better podcast apps but i'm not gonna tell you what you should listen on just listen if you can okay we'll move on to a game i've been playing then now we'll move on to we, i've been playing the gwent beta uh gwent for those of you that don't know gwent was a um, mini game well calling it a mini game is a, is a disservice uh, a, a game within the game which was available in the witcher 3 game and uh, it was a card game. You collected cards uh, as the Witcher. You collected lots of different cards, and you build build your your decks, and then you would play the game against NPCs 
within The Witcher. And uh, I remember uh, certainly myself and Joe mentioning when we were talking about The Witcher 3 and g- gushing, gushing over how good the game was, saying, wow, the, forget about The Witcher 3, Gwent uh, on its own, it's, it's, it's a great game. It's worth the, the, the price of the game just f- for it. I don't know if that's quite refers worth the price of the game on its own. However, we we both said we would love to to have um, a standalone game of this, and uh, there you go. Obviously, because of us, because of the service we do the community, CD Projector had heard our podcast. They said, "Oh yeah, that's a great idea." <laughs> so, and they they uh, created this game for uh, for all of you. So, you welcome people. You are welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Monkey Tail here, uh, you know, doing our read for community. So what is Gwent? Gwent, as I say, is, is, is a card game uh, similar to Hearthstone and uh, other games like that where you, you, you build decks. You build more than one deck. You, you have, the, the, I think it's about five decks, five different factions. So you build your decks uh, and uh, each deck needs to have at least 25 cards uh, and you can have more cards. Uh, you can certainly can have any fewer than that. And there's the other things like gold cards and stuff like that. You can only have four. But it, essentially, you build a deck, and then you go and f- uh, play against another another um, player with your deck. Um, and um, you cannot, you don't know what deck they're going to be using. So there's different factions that are that are stronger against other factions. So it's random. So you don't know if you're going to be playing against uh, a monsters deck or, or or not. So so uh, building an all run deck is always a good a good thing. And when you start the game, you, as I said, you have 25, uh, 25 cards or, or more. Uh, from those those cards, you get uh, dealt 11 cards. Um, and then from those 11 cards, you can get rid of three. You know, three more get replaced. And then there's three rounds of games. Uh, you need to win two of them. Uh, and uh, the way you place cards on the board, you have three three rows, essentially. The attack, attacking row, the archer row, which is the middle row, and the, and the, ta- and the like, the trebuchet row, or whatever you call it, the, like the, the, long, the long-range row. Uh, row. And you place the, the the cards. Each card has uh, X amount of attack points, uh, and uh, to win the round, you need to have more attack points than than, than your opponent. Obviously, your opponent will be playing their attack point uh, attack uh, cards as well, but there are other cards that uh, take attack points from yours, uh, and um, and uh, there's uh, like uh, cards that resurrect cards that that that, that are lost, etc. So that's what the game is, essentially. Uh, what I like about it is because it's a best of three. A lot of the times, the tactic is to lose the game on purpose, to lose one of the rounds on purpose. That's because because um, you only have a limited amount of cards. A lot of the times, I'll pretend I'm going strong on the first round. They'll defend by by playing one of their best cards. Yeah, they'll play their the Witcher, for instance. They'll play they'll play um, they'll play that card, and uh, and uh, and they'll play another strong card after that. And I'm like, okay, so you're going for the win. They, they might have like say 30 points versus your um, 10. Yeah. So yes, you can play enough cards to win that run, or you can just go like, oh, "I'll pass this," and then they wasted their big cards to win the first round. So then you're in a much better position to, to try and win the second, and then the third one tends to be a free for all. Try, you know. But if you play your cards right, uh, pun uh, intended, uh, you can uh, you can uh, uh, lose the game on purpose and and win. Having said that, now that I've been building my my deck and I've been a- being a- been able to put some better cards onto it. I've stopped using that tactic so much. I'm going like, no, I'm going to win both runs. I'm not going to let you win anything. I'm just going to go strong, strong. Uh, but it's good to know that there's th- that different type of tactic. You can either um, lose on purpose with with the view that you're going to win, uh, or or or, or um, win the other two. So you're losing the first one on purpose. Uh, um, and um, yeah, and then you you start to learn that uh, the, the other thing I like as well is when you're playing, somebody will play a card you've never seen before, and something will happen. Like it will take take five of your cards out and they'll go off and you'll go from winning to losing badly 
And then you go and look on the card because you can actually highlight that card and see what the card does. And you're like, oh, okay, I didn't know about that card. So then you go on the, the deck builder and you, you can build the cards, so you, but you need the um, materials for, for, for this. So then you, uh, I'll build this card, I'll put it on my deck because that card is quite strong. You know? So then you, you add it to your, to your, uh, to your deck and, and your strategy. The way, yeah, go ahead. I just thought I'd say this sounds of absolutely no interest to me whatsoever, but I'm glad that you're enjoying it. <laughs> no, it, it <laughs> it's is really good. good. It, it's free to play as well. Uh, and uh, Ben, I'm going to let you j- j- jump in there. I was giving us uh, well, some... no, it's still in beta, um, and it has been for quite a while, I think. So uh, I don't know when they're going to do a, a full uh, retail release. Hmm. Um, but on the um, on the beta, I did get through some. Uh, some extra codes to play, uh, which I've posted on the Facebook community group, which I think they're probably still one or two available uh, if you want to join in you, and play. You can sign up for the beta anyway, uh, but yes. It, it, you can still get in, can you? Yeah, you can still yeah. sign in. Okay. So the, the game, when it does come out, it's going to be free to play, uh, Marius, and the, the, the way they, they monetize yeah. it is that you can buy packs. I of, did not um, know that. Uh, so... Um, you buy these uh, kegs, I think that they are. Yes. Well, uh, it's a collectible card game, isn't it? It's like magic or something. Yeah. And uh, random cards come up when you buy a keg. You get five cards, and then you get at least a rare card. Yeah, uh, with all of them. Uh, with the, and that's how you build build your deck. I spent some money on it actually yesterday for the first time. But before I, I spent some money, I, I went and double checked. Because it's on beta, I can spend spend money. So if they re- re- redo all the decks, if they take all the cards out, they will at least give you the amount of kegs you bought back again, so you can get some new cards again. Which is not great, but it's you know, the, I don't think they're going to reset it. But just in case they do, they will still give me all the kegs back, and I can rebuild the cards again if I, if I want to. But um, I hope they don't, because I'm I'm starting to to get some nice little gold cards on on my deck, and uh, it's looking good. Uh, it's great. Uh, I didn't uh, well. I, I didn't think I was. I knew I was gonna like. I knew I was gonna like it, but I didn't think I was gonna like it this much. It's. I'm playing it every day now. Uh, like I go and play. Um, you know, uh, five or six rounds every day. It doesn't take long. Every round like five ten minutes. I'll just do five or six rounds. I'm like great. Then I'll go and play something else. Is, is this on PC or it's on, on your phone? Or? I play it on PC. I got uh, it on Xbox One. Uh, it's available on. I think it's going to be available on PS4 as well. I don't know if it's available now. Not currently, no. Um, but uh, the great thing as well is you can do cross-play between PC and Xbox, which is quite cool. Uh, it's a perfect game for phones, so that they should release on phone. And then if they do that, uh, my productivity at work is going to go down considerably. <laughs> <laughs> considerably, considerably, considerably. Right, we'll move on to um, a game I'm certainly interested in hearing about, uh, which is Mafia Three. Uh, so th- w- that's the game you've been playing, Ben. I have been playing Mafia Three. Uh, I downloaded the demo and uh, was hooked. the The story is absolutely fantastic. the The voice acting is brilliant. The way that the um, the cutscenes have been edited and cut together, um, and basically you play as as, as Lincoln Clay. Um, a black guy, right? Black black guy coming back from the Vietnam War, uh, and it's set in the in the uh, in the sixties, where obviously racism was still quite quite rife, um, and obviously the um, the view on Vietnam War wasn't um, wasn't taken uh, very what's the word very lightly. They yeah. didn't, yeah. So yeah, he plays as Lincoln Clay coming back from from the war, uh, and so, it's, so, it's, so it's social it's commentary for the sixties in terms yes. of uh, uh, yes, and it's New Orleans. 
uh, in a or a, a yeah, fictional a, a, version a realization of, that, right? of New Southern, S- Southern America, S- Southern states, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I played the demo, and the, um, the and you, have you bought the game when you played I have, it? yes, yeah. yeah. On the basis that even before I'd finished the demo, I was like, this this story is really gripping. I want to play it. Oh, by the way, I know on the last podcast I mentioned that I don't I don't like demos. Uh, sorry, I, I think I said I don't play demos. I didn't say I don't like demos. I think demos are great, exactly for mm. for this. You know, you play, you know, exactly you play the game, and and then it, it might make make you buy the game. A good demo should do that. A good demo should mm. be like what I don't like is when I get, you buy the, 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 they put all the good bits on a demo and then you play the game and like no, this is a bit rubbish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. um, yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to having a go at, at Mafia Three. I've got the demo. I just haven't played it yet. Um, I really loved the second one. Um, I played that one. Um, it was great. Um, I played it at the 24-hour, the first 24-hour marathon that we did. Um, although I perhaps played it at the wrong time. I got to, I finished the game while I was, not all, I started playing it before, um, but I actually completed the game while we were there. Although that ending was a long slog because it, it was just at full sleep deprivation time, about six mm-hmm. in the morning. Um, and I think I was, I spent maybe an hour, possibly two, behind one crate. I think <laughs> just, <laughs> just I couldn't get We've past this one there. section. And I, so Matt Taylor who used to do the the podcast with us. He kept walking past. He's like, you still behind that crate? Yep, <laughs> same but, one. <laughs> but, but, but famously, uh, I, this is the the same uh, gaming marathon where I broke, said Mark Taylor. Uh, what I, what I done was. Um, he left uh, his desk, uh, where he was had his all his setup, and he was playing uh, Mass Effect Three. That was uh, the campaign, uh, and uh, he was playing, I guess, on normal, right? Or I think it was an easy actually. He was playing, and uh, I, um, when he wasn't there, I went into his settings and I put it onto the hard insanity difficulty, <laughs> and put it back to where he was, and then. Um, he was he started playing and he was dying, 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 and kept dying and dying again. And I kept passing dream going like, oh, you're, you're rubbish at the game. Do you want me, do you want me to do you want me to play for you? And the, no, no, it's it's good, it's easy. I'm like, oh, maybe you should take it down from from, from, you know, from normal to easy. Like, no, no, it's already on normal. I don't need to go to easy. You know, I kept saying that so that you know to make him not check the the thing. In in other words, I, I, he tried it for like hours. He couldn't move from that point. He was. And then uh, in the end, he just gave up, and he actually didn't do it 24 hours. That absolutely <laughs> killed him. He, he actually went home because he was losing his mind. Oh dear! It was uh, a bit of a, of a prank on my on, on my side, but happy I, times. I I, I regret nothing. Um, you also been playing a game called uh, Disc Jam. What's that? Uh, that was a free PlayStation Plus game last month, same month as Lumo, I believe. Mm-hmm. And yes, it was free. Before you say anything, uh, I only played it briefly. Disc Jam is a one-on-one 2v2 uh, tennis game I suppose um, you control a spinning disc uh, and you're basically trying to uh, get it past your opponent on the other side of the, um, the court like the, um, the, the the things you see in the arcades those uh, those uh, the, 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 those uh, tables with air suction hockey. air hockey it, yes yeah. it's it's kind of air hockey it wouldn't and work it wouldn't <laughs> air hockey I don't think it would work so well if it's uh, with suction would it it is suction it's, it's, it, it, there's a bit of no. air no, no, the no, air the comes air. out is that, if there was suction it, the disc could just stick to the, I thought, the I thought table it was, I thought it was suction and then and then it's it's, it's, it's getting the no, air's blowing the puck up alright there you go so it ah. <laughs> I've sound corrected Science. all these years. I'm, I'm good at that game, but I obviously don't understand how it works. Mm. Uh, so it's like that. Then. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you've got to get the um, the disc from uh, from your side past your opponent uh, using a variety of 
different combinations of buttons to do different moves essentially um i played it for well i played through the tutorial and i thought oh this is this has definitely got uh, got legs uh and then i took it online uh, and after several minutes of matchmaking uh, i did get into a game uh, the first game i i won uh, quite successfully and i thought oh this i could get behind this and then the second game uh i got completely trounced uh by someone who had a, a much faster internet connection than I did. Uh, there was a lot of lag, uh, and he sounds of a sore loser. <laughs> if ever I heard, oh, them. I was, I was, <laughs> I, uh, I, I lost fair and square. But um, no, the, the network connect- connectivity issues was um, was noticeable, uh, and the guy that I played against was was clearly a lot more skillful as well, um, uh, and he was doing you know trick shots rather than yeah. the, the standard shots, but. Um, yeah, that's about all. I, in trickery. That's that's <laughs> about all I played of it. To be honest, it's I think it's okay. got potential. Um, I was intrigued, um, mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't enough for me to to, to continue playing. So yeah, okay. it was it was free. So that's, it was okay. that sounds that sounds actually that doesn't sound good. <laughs> so no, it sounds sounds uh, well not for me. Uh, but then again, you know, I have high standards, and uh, those standards were certainly met. Those standards were certainly met when I played uh, this uh, little game called Forza Horizon 3. So um, I got a new GPU for my, for my PC and I decided to, to uh, okay, what's going to look pretty on this? And I think you, you suggested it. It was. Uh, you said uh, on the Monkey Tail community page, you said, why don't you try Forza Horizon? I'm like, you know what? I've been, been meaning to play that. You know, local local um, uh, developer from here, from Lamington Spa, that, that uh, created that game. So I got it, uh, downloaded, put it on, you know, max settings, 4K, ultra, you know, the game looks gorgeous. I mean, I mean, <laughs> looks phenomenal. Um, but we'll start with we'll start with something I'm not quite happy with. And this is not to do with the playground games, but so much with, with Microsoft. If you bought, Marius, if you bought a game called Forza Horizon 3, the ultimate edition, would you expect to have everything on it? I would expect it to be ultimate. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> It yes. doesn't. It doesn't even, doesn't come with a DLC. <laughs> so it doesn't come with the new DLC they have Blizzard Mountain, which is like this uh, in the snow. It doesn't come with some of the car parks. Uh, I don't know what's ultimate about it. It certainly comes with a lot of car parks, but uh, it was only like an extra fiver for, for it, so I'm not too whatever. But what I'm saying is if you're going to call something ultimate, put everything in it, okay? Otherwise, you know. It's the same as Dragon Age Inquisition. There's two versions of that. There's an ultimate and a game of the year edition. Yeah, thing, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I think... The fault is actually yours mm. for not reading the description. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they w- they would have put exactly what you were getting nope. from it. You, you've assumed that you get got everything. But it, it's a fair assumption. They, yeah. Let me rephrase that. Then there's not an option to, to to there's not a pack that buys everything. Yet. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So the, I bought the pack that has everything. They did say this is what's included. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, just a bit of a. Uh, the other one is on the game. The game uh, Microsoft again. The game has uh, lots of different radio stations, which you unlock throughout the game. I'll explain that in a second. But one of the radio stations is Groove Music, which is the Microsoft own like Spotify kind of thing. And when it comes up, like, do you want a Groove Musical? Why don't you sign up for it and have a fourteen day trial? I'm like, what? The top time. I'm, I paid for the game. Right? Stop telling some shit on the game now. Yeah, that does feel a bit dirty. Yeah. So uh, no. <laughs> just no just however know. however what a game okay so for any anyone familiar with Force Horizon the first and the second one you're just a driver that uh, goes on to this Horizon Festival and you um, compete in lots of different events and uh, you win lots of different cars and you buy other cars and you customize the cars 
uh, unlike the uh, the game where this came from, uh, Forza, uh, the, the game is more arcade in here. So you can you can uh, drift around corners and and uh, and smash through. Uh, actually, you know, smash into other cars and bump into other cars. It's more uh, more arcade feel than than the the driving simulator that Forza is. Motorsport, isn't it? The other yeah, one. but yeah. yeah, but this one here uh, with with Forza Horizon Three, they changed continent. They gone they gone to Australia, and what they done here is you're now the event manager. So it's your event. So you're creating this uh, this festival. So you start by opening the the, the festival, and then um, you 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 uh, you go and open uh, other events within the festival, and then you actually end up opening other areas of the map. So uh, so uh, one in the city, one more in the in the outback where you use. Uh, uh, four by four uh, cars and stuff like that. So he has everything you expect from an arcade game. The, the good stuff, like your your uh, your speed cameras, your drift zones, your uh, average speed cameras, your head to head competitions, your competitions, your uh, uh, events. Where, you, for instance, there's one. The first one you do is uh, you're in the car in the jeep and you and you are racing uh, through through the forest and stuff like that against an helicopter that's uh, uh, that has a car hinged to to, to it. And then you, you you're trying to race it. At the end, it just drops the car, and and the car goes. So it's 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 quite quite interesting. Like your um, things you see in things like Top Gear and stuff like that, like mm. cool stuff like that. The other good thing he has is driver tires. I know, I know, I know. You guys are thinking driver tires sounds wonky. It is wonky, but it's it does work. I like the driver tires in, in motorsport. So so um, yeah, with the driver tires, um, the game kind of like you know takes your times and the way you take corners and stuff like that, and it creates your driver tires. So then. My driver tires will be in somebody else's game, so they'll be, you know, they can do head to head against me, and I'll be involved in their races. It's just better than seeing Johnny one and Philip three, and like, who the people? What the hell are these people? You you're racing against people you know when you're not playing online, which I think is quite cool. Uh, then you, you, Barn finds a back, you know, Barn finds was something that was on the on the first ones where they'll find an old car in the barn and then they'll restore it, and it tends to be a nice, cool old car. So those are back as well. And um, yeah, the game just just great and looks fantastic and it plays well. The only other thing I want to mention, which was a certainly one of my favorite gaming moments of the year, and that's saying a lot. Yeah, uh, I was talking about these special events they have. There was one where I where I went and uh, the Halo's uh, Worth Dog was Worth Hog was there. Yeah, the the, the vehicle, and uh, so I got into it. And it's you need to go from here to to to, to another point within the within the time. But then you go through through the middle of the of, of the of the woods and uh, and the Halo music is playing and the car handles like the Halo car uh, and you, you hear the that uh, orchestral sound awesome. and it looks fantastic in 4K and just the the the, the, the time of the day was just perfect uh, it just looked amazing and I was like this is I'm really enjoying myself here uh, and then I was like oh shit I haven't got this car I cannot buy this car because you need a <laughs> you need you needed to have a, I think. A, Pre-ordered it for, for for it or something. I don't know, but it's there at least on that particular event, which is cool. Uh, loved it, loved that game. Uh, so that was cool. And before we move on to um, to our VR section, which is with uh, our very own Marius, I'll just touch on another game I, I've been playing, uh, which is uh, H One Z One. Have you heard about it? Yes. H One Z One King it's, of it's, the it's, Kill. I think this one is. I think um, terrible name. And terrible game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is, is this the one that was an armor mod? No, that, no. you're thinking they said. And, and, and yeah. you're right to think, is it that one? Because they, they do have things in common. So what it is, uh, Marius, 
lots of um, in a lobby and then lots of uh, players jump onto a map and you have to kill all of them you can go in teams or on or there's games where you go on your own uh, I played as a team and it's I played on my own as well and it's shit so it's better mm-hmm. when you play, play, play as a team so as a team the first thing you do when you, when you jump off this helicopter is um, you parachute in you go and gra- grab a gun so that's guns cut all place grab a gun grab some armor just uh, fine and then the other thing to, to, to hurt people to, so, rather, so you don't just hide in a, in a house for, for, for the whole game uh, there's this toxic zone that uh, that uh, there's a safe zone you need to be on. So safe zone will move in 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 in, in two minutes. So you need to keep moving uh, as as the game uh, gets closer to the end. The the, the zone obviously is quite small. Yeah, and yeah, that's a good idea. That's how we do it. Uh, it's in pre-alpha or in alpha, or whatever, and easy looks it because <laughs> uh, because uh, it's clunky and uh, and. Uh, but when it works, it's it's a fun game. So when it works, you are part of the team, and you can you can hear you hear a car coming, like oh shit, somebody has a car, you know, like everyone hide in the house, and then you, you hear for the footsteps, somebody comes to the door, everyone's pointing the gun at the door, and and the other team is probably more intelligent than you because they've sent a guy in the back, and he comes from the back and shoots you in the back. You have that that type of stuff, you know the you know um, the, the cool stuff when you say is uh, over there is in the house, and you have to work with your team to try and. Um, so, so is it a team based game or is it? the last man standing so eventually you're going to have to turn on your team both so that, that, oh, right, there's the team the there's modes. the team one where your team has to be the last team standing okay. and there's the one where uh, you you're the, you're the last man standing King, King the now there's nothing to stop you from um, if I'm if we both play in last man standing for me and you to, to team up yeah but th- they it, have the team mode for it, that which is, which works better because otherwise at the end one of us is going to die yeah, well, yeah. yeah and it's going to be you Ben cool so it's, uh, it's very uh, battle royale well, uh, very much. Well, th- there's a game that came out now, uh, uh, which is more like that. I forgot the name of it. I think it's Battle Zones something. Yeah, that, that that looks bad. Anyway, H one Z one King of the Kill. Do I recommend it? Um, yes, if it's at the right price and you have a team of players they're gonna play with you. Uh, if you have like, if if it's like, tenner for the game. I think it's fifteen. If it's like tenner, maybe eight quid or something, and you can get. Um, three or four players to come and play with you and you all jump in you all talking uh, to each other on discord or in the games chat or something and uh, it's fun for that but expect to die a lot because there's also hackers on it so that, that sometimes a hacker will show up and just one shot you and it's not that they're better it's just that you know it's impossible shots it just shoots you from anywhere one takes the helmet off the other one takes the headshots and he dies uh, that happened once and I'm like yeah this is a bit shit <laughs> uh, but anyway that's the game I've been playing so we'll uh, move on to VR Corner, something we didn't have on the last podcast, but we certainly have it now. And um, I haven't got any games for it, but Marius does. <laughs> I do. Um, so uh, the first one I'll talk about is Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. Um, so VR spin-off from uh, the Until Dawn game um, released a year or two ago. Um, so it's essentially like a light gun game basically um so you don't move around or anything it's just um shooting things basically um so playing it obviously on on psvr um the you're basically on a on a train it's like a roller coaster part roller coaster part um part light gun game um going through various um settings obviously um things jumping out at you and all that sort of stuff um it's actually quite good 
Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. I've, I've always enjoyed light gun games anyway. The move controller do you use? Yeah, I, yeah, I use the move controller. You can use a pad. It's so do difficult you, with the pad. Do you aim yeah. with your head? No. No, why would you have the move So do you just look... Oh, sorry. You, okay, get you. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm being stupid there. Okay, fine. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Uh, right, okay. So... Uh, yeah. yeah, I liked it. Um, some of the the stuff it that, that there's some weird stuff in there. It's a, a horror type game, so they do some some weird weird bits and pieces in there. Uh, a particularly memorable bit in a slaughterhouse that that that, that goes a little bit odd. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Again, I think it was a it was a one sitting game, just a couple of hours straight through. Um, and yeah, I I really enjoyed it. If you wanted to be a completionist i don't think i'm going to on this there's, there's lots of sort of um things to collect certain particular things that are hidden away in the levels that you have to shoot and stuff like that um so you could go back and and get some more more time in the game if you wanted to um but i think if you've got psvr um it it's worth a shot for for a couple of hours i think i, I quite enjoyed it is it is it if you have the until dawn game is it, is this part of it or do you, is it a standalone thing? No, it's completely separate, standalone. There there are characters from the. I think they the they reused the assets mostly from a particular part of the game, but other than that, there's nothing. Um. Yeah. yeah the, it's. It, it, it's yeah, like you say, it, it's just just the assets really. There's there's no sort of link to the story or anything like that. It is basically its own thing. It it wouldn't need to have the until dawn name on it. it, you, mm-hmm. it um, I you know I played a few of these uh, on rails shooters on, on on the vibe, and um, I prefer when I can move around and teleport. Uh, I, I just prefer that myself. Yeah, that, see, I've always been a big fan of things like um, Time Crisis, House of the Deads. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, po- House point, of, point uh, blank. House of that and, is cool, and it's just like those. So, mm. um, oh, is it like that? Yeah, yeah, that's basically what it is. Oh, okay. um, oh, I see. I was thinking something different. Okay, that sounds okay then. Yeah, so they show show up out of. Yeah, it's not it's not a horde mode. It's not like stand there and wait for things to come to you. Ah. It's a light gun game. Get you okay. Uh, just on the uh, opening question, which game needs a sequel in twenty seventeen? It would be very interesting to do a uh, a House of the Dead VR sequel of some sort because I quite enjoyed House of the Dead and I think it would be I think it would be pretty scary perhaps. Yeah. Uh, would you agree or disagree, Marius? I agree, but now you've said that, I just want Time Crisis in VR. Yeah, so I can exactly. Duck. Bring, bring the light like, without using games the pedal. Back. I think that would be uh, that would be good sequels. Love Time Crisis. Time Crisis is a good game. I finished it on the arcade. It's the only arcade game I've ever I've ever finished. When I was on holiday once, I had an audience around me watching. I was fucking it like took me the week to get good enough to to, to fucking do. It. I was like headshotting all the way. It was. Wicked. I miss the old school arcades. Yeah, there, there are certain games on, on the Vive uh, where um, the, as part of the setup, you 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 can set it, like sniping games stuff like that, where you set up your, yourself behind the sofa or behind whatever you, you know. <laughs> You can, and then uh, you actually use that as the. Cool. Uh, so there's there's mm-hmm. games already that cater for that on the vibe. So yes, it would be cool to have something like that where you can play uh, that that game, and you can as you say duck yourself without having to press the, the pedal. Mm-hmm. It'll be cool. And uh, the other one you've been playing is uh, Dirt Rally. Yes. So. Um, so Codemasters game back. Uh, it's back to the Colin McRae rally sort of days. It's 
um, very simulation heavy. Um, I really, really like it. It's excellent game. Um, it's tough to start with if you're used to more arcadey races. Um, the first two corners or whatever you you try and go through, you'll end up in a ditch. It's like it's fucking tough to start with, and then like the that learning still goes on because the, the the sort of car handling models is so spot on. So. Um, first car I was using was a was an old school mini, so um, front wheel drive car. Um, so understeers more than oversteers, so you really had to work to to get the back out on the on the on the corners. And then the the next sort of round of races, I moved to a um, what's it called Lancia Stratos old seventies oh, cool rally, rally rally car, yeah, um, which is a rear wheel drive. So I immediately just like, I know what I'm doing I, I've done a championship in the mini it's like I'm getting the hang of the, this now <laughs> so I like went off in this stratus immediately just like fucking spinning everywhere because it's a rear wheel drive so it com- drives completely differently and you have a like on, on a rally uh, race so you have the your co-pilot telling you easy yeah. right left yeah a- absolutely um, there is I haven't tried it yet but there is a a multiplayer mode on that where um, someone else not in VR can have another DualShock controller and I think it, it works like a um, Guitar Hero or something like that where they have to match the button presses in order for you to get the, the right um, commands at the right time um, which might be an in, interesting cool. interesting game um, yeah and in VR it's just brilliant I mean I haven't bothered playing it not in VR because it's just, just so cool I mean it, it uh, I go. I, I don't know whether this is. It is available on the on the PC, so I, I don't know if this is the same on the PC. But there, it makes certain sacrifices. I think for being on VR. So, um, for example, if you turn right round and look behind you, there's only half of the car there. It hasn't got like it's literally just a half. <laughs> just just yeah. the car is only to the the, the back of the driver's seat. Yeah. The rest of the model isn't there, and and, and stuff like that. You shouldn't be looking back you when you're driving really anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. Um, it's available uh, to play with the Oculus. Uh, so I, I'll, I'll, I'll like because I have the game now. I'll like to give it a go. Yeah, so. and and it's just more so like I've, I think I've said before on another podcast. I think driving games are a great fit for VR. It, it really does add a lot to driving games. But this, I, I don't know, it just feels so much more realistic compared with, um, like, going around a track, they're quite wide, basically. You're normally against other cars or whatever, so that there's there's more road to drive on because they need the space for the other cars. Where th- this being rally, you're belting along um, really narrow roads and there might be a, a massive drop one side and trees and everything, and, like, the slightest thing can... It- send you off two things do, do, what's the sense of velocity and uh, when you have a sudden drop or something do you feel it in your stomach uh, no I haven't felt it in the stomach the sense of velocity as you say is um, is, it's a good question <laughs> yeah it is a good something question something that some racing games don't get wide yeah no uh, brilliant It there's definite um, I make a lot of noise when I'm playing it because there's definite oh shit oh no oh bollocks <laughs> like there's a, there's a, there's a lot of that going on um, 
Yeah, I, I really like it. There's a, there's a couple of things. The it, it does lose tracking quite a bit on the 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 PSVR. You certainly have to like reset it after each race. Like when you start another race, it it, it always needs resetting. But that that only takes half a second so it, it's okay. not a problem but it happens yeah. um and the other thing which is a, a small thing but fucking weird um you have to manually go in to put it in vr mode even if you've got the vr headset switched on so several several times like when you first load it up even if you've got the headset on yeah. you have to manually put it in vr so several times i've gone into a race started it up and then really and then been like oh i'm just watching it on like the the big screen oh, the and, it, and it's just uh, like just like flat and you're not in I, vr and then, get... I, then you have to exit out to the main menu mm. select vr mode to go back in and it's like it That's should recognize that get, the headset is there yeah, i get but what you want about now I, i've now done it enough times that but I, I'm, I remember that. I, I think because you on the PlayStation VR, you have that uh, mode, which is the, you can play any game on theater mode. That's probably why it's there. Yeah, but but other games do it. Um, or, or at least when they, it recognizes other games like Resident Evil, for example, it recognizes if you've got the VR headset plugged in. And before it even gets to the main menu, it asks, do you want to play in VR mode? Okay. Well, that's, that's fair but, enough. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. If you like sort of hardcore racing games, then this is this is a definite. I'm I'm probably going to be playing this for quite a while. Okay, that sounds that sounds great. And I, I, I it came as part of the humble bundle uh, this month for the month of May, so I uh, will download that and give it a go at some point. Uh, it's only available on Oculus, but uh, as you guys know, with Revive you can play any Oculus game, providing you know uh, it's not one of those touch ones because I think some of them you cannot do it. Right, okay, so we'll move on to our final section, which is the section we like to call Why Don't You? Why don't you try uh, this? Why don't you try looking at that? Why don't you give this game a go? Why don't you give this book a read, etc., etc.? So we'll start with Ben, which his uh, recommendation is? Uh, it's a podcast, uh, which is called No Such Thing as a Fish, uh, which, without going into the opening line of the podcast... It's a, a weekly collection of uh, interesting facts uh, that the QI researchers have found over the past week. Um, so this and, is the, the, the facts that don't make it to the show? Uh, yeah, well, it's, it's just the, the researchers, and they basically gather around and, and talk shit for a couple of, the, you know, half an hour. But it's, it's all about interesting facts of the world or the, the universe or some weird no news stories from history. Um, and the, the four hosts are—they've got a really good dynamic. They—they they get on uh, really well. They've got good sense of humour. It's, it's very entertaining. Yeah, um, I also listen to that every week. It's a great podcast. So if you haven't listened to it, to give it an idea of the sort of stuff, like uh, the one thing that I picked up from the last one that I liked a lot was the um, HMS Victory um, ship that Nelson used in the Battle of Trafalgar um, when they they built it. The, the ship was, I think, something like nine inches wider than the dock in which it was built. <laughs> so, so they couldn't get the ship out. They had to, and they only realized this like the day before that they, they, they were due to launch the ship. So that night they had to get people to essentially shave the dock off, like about a foot <laughs> off the dock so they could actually get the ship out, which is just thought. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's a, it's a, it is a good, good podcast. And, uh, I think the other thing I'll add is it's really funny. It's, it is it's, funny. And the, the, the hosts, uh, the, 
they, they've got a sense of humour and and um, there's yeah it's it's an interesting fact filled comedy show essentially and uh, high, <laughs> highly recommended. Also learned about brown diamonds on the most recent one. Let's leave that for the listeners to go and, and listen. So that's a, a great podcast recommendation yep. for, uh, for you guys. Uh, Maris, uh, you want to talk about a uh, uh, per- personal favorite of mine as well? Yes. Uh, why don't you watch Better Call Saul? Um, it's, for those that don't know, um, it's a spin-off from Breaking Bad. And if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, go and watch Breaking Bad excellent show um <laughs> it's more than excellent yeah yeah um yeah it, it's phenomenal um so th- th- this is about um saul goodman the the lawyer dodgy lawyer from from um breaking bad and, and mike ermontout as well yeah and yes mike ermontout yeah um and some other returning characters as well it's so good when they show up isn't it yeah, like yeah, any yeah. character it, it, it's cool um and so it's it shows Saul Goodman before the events of Breaking Bad, although it does also dip into his life after after Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad as well. So, so, so in this in this show is Jimmy McGill the the, the yeah that's his, the, that's, his actual that's name his, before his he becomes Saul so, so Goodman. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's good. I like um, not as dark as Breaking Bad. It's more of a comedy show. That's. I don't know if I quite call it a comedy show, but it's more light-hearted than than Breaking Bad. Black comedy, yeah. Um, Mind you, uh, Breaking Bad was very funny as well. Yeah, but that was that was black, black, yeah, black comedy. This this, this is just black comedy. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I think that that's about right. Um, And yeah, I've yeah, excellent. It's uh, here in the UK. It's available and and indeed, uh, actually no, in the UK, certainly available on on Netflix. Netflix, Uh, it's again third series i think it's on yeah. now isn't it um and, and that's just on now again every tuesday there's a there's a new episode of that um in america i don't know if it's available on netflix because we have some a lot of listeners in america so uh, but it certainly is an amc show so I, i'm sure you can find it I, I, and i would say even if you haven't watched breaking bad which if you haven't you should um it would work standalone. You don't have to have seen Breaking Bad. It, it would work standalone, and you'll still enjoy it. However, I, I think you would enjoy it a lot more if you watch Breaking <coughs> Bad first. Yeah. Uh, and and if you haven't, you should watch Breaking Bad. Uh, and my recommendation is um, it's also a podcast. So why don't you uh, uh, go and uh, look at Game Dev Club, which uh, I think we mentioned them in the past. Um, Game Dev Club is um, two veteran veteran g- uh, game developers. They um, they pick a classic game uh, uh, and uh, they talk about about it pretty much all aspects of it. So they play through the game. So so they'll each each episode will be a section of the game. So from beginning beginning to X boss or X part, etc. etc. So that every podcast that they'll keep moving, and then they'll touch on things like um, how the game was made, how physics, what what engine they use. They really get they geek out on it, but they do it properly and they talk about uh, how the game was r- r- uh, the, the game writing and then. Uh, all aspects of the game, and normally at the end of the of the of, it's like they normally do like four or five episodes per per game, uh, so over over a span of a month or a month month and a half. Normally at the end they'll have somebody from the game, either the developer from the game or or somebody that worked on the game, and they'll they'll interview them as well. So um, it's a it's a rather excellent uh, podcast. 
if you like uh, video games and if, especially if you like classic video games and if you like to uh, geek out on, on them like we do so uh, that's my recommendations uh, game that club and yeah I, I second Bruno's recommendation I also listen to it yeah. um, and yeah it, it's really excellent if you if you like video games it, I would call it a must even if you don't play the games through or if you haven't played the games it's still really interesting to listen to the episodes when you haven't played the game yourself agreed it's still because i'm certain there's a few of the the games i i only listen to but i really like playing along when you have the time i played super metroid along with them and and it was uh, pretty excellent yeah um so yeah that's uh our recommendations uh for 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 uh, for this podcast and um, uh, that uh, brings us uh, to the end of the of this show. And uh, uh, as always, um, if you like the show and uh, you say, "Oh, I would like to uh, support the show," uh, there's two two great ways you can support the show. The first one is free, and it's very simple. And is if you actually go to the show notes on the, for this podcast, these ones are on www.monkeytail.co.uk/slash 65 Or if indeed, if you look on your podcast app and look on your show notes, you have. Um, uh, all the games or most of the games we, we've talked about and uh, there will be links for them and some of the links takes you to Amazon and other uh, affiliates we have and if you actually uh, purchase the game from them it doesn't cost you anything el- else but we get a, a tiny bit of a, of a, of a cutback which uh, helps us pay for hosting fees and uh, equipment and uh, other cool stuff like that and the other way you can support us is also free and is if you actually follow the link on our uh, again on our uh, show notes uh, you can go to iTunes uh, and uh, leave us a review there. Uh, a five-star review would be preferred, but leave us whatever you think is fair. Uh, that helps us um, uh, go up the, the ranks on iTunes, and uh, uh, our visibility to other uh, people looking for podcasts will be greater. Uh, if you haven't got iTunes and you listen to on, uh, on an Android-based device, you can obviously uh, uh, leave us a review there or whatever, uh, Stitcher. Uh, we're on everywhere. Google Play, just leave us a review where you listen to. We greatly appreciate uh, uh, if you take the time to do that, or or need to 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 go through our links and buy uh, uh, some of the products we we talk about. Um, that uh, that's uh, that's great. Um, so that does now bring us to the end of of um, of the show. I have been Bruno Pinto. I have been a lot more awake than I was last time. Mm. I've been considering what to have for lunch. Still undecided. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. I am your host, Bruno Pinto, and I'm joined as ever by my French... Ah, fr- I keep saying my French. French friend. <laughs> From Spain. <Pepe. laughs> Don't laugh, so I can... Pepe and Pierre. I am your host, Bruno Pinto, and I'm joined as ever by... Okay, I'm... I'll start that all again. <laughs>